Damn, dude, so aggro. Relax. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back to episode 41. All right, guys. Uh, episode 41. We're here with three folks. This is going to be about shopkeep and just general buying, buying and selling. selling, trading, whatever, right? How to do it the proper way and tales of a shopkeep. Oh, I like that. Tales I'm of Brendan. Still Jay. Who do we got here? I'm Mike. I'm Michael. I've been featured before a while ago. A couple times, actually. A couple times. A couple times. I'm uh, Nick. I'm new here. Howdy, y'all. It's Tito, that watch boy. Yeah, hey, you guys know the, the unofficial official intern I'm is back. back. Mm-hmm. back. I'm bringing back, back my voice. I'm bringing back the magic. <laughs> you guys got any Instagrams you want to plug right now, too? Go ahead. Do it early so that way. Yeah, get absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on, Michael. Drop yours. Okay. We're plugging in. Follow the new business oh. venture IG at Archangel Authentics. We're talking sneakers, apparel, designer, Ooh. watches, jewelry, all... Drippy yeah, things damn. for your drippy kings. Ooh, I like that. What the fuck? Wow, I like that. And uh, the oh. special thing about Michael is that he is. Well, before we go into that, uh, how wrist... about we wrist check, right? Okay, wrist check. All right, Let's do friend, it. go ahead. You open up something strong. Okay, so I got a uh, Rolex that's modded to look like a Seiko. Uh, <laughs> this thing is the Seiko SVB one four three. Shout out to all of you Seiko modders who uh are practically just making fakes instead of just calling them what they are. I'm doing it the other way, though. I know. I respect some, that. I'm bring, still bring wearing, I'm wearing the Starbucks still, the Sermit. Uh, it's what I was wearing when we had dinner. Cool. What do you got, Mike? What do you got, Mike? All right. So I'm, I'm wearing my, my favorite steel sports Rolex. Let me 16570 Explorer Ooh. 2 Polar Swiss made solid end links 2000 year Super Puma. Whoa. That's how you know he works at a fucking shop. Yeah, he knows how to sell. He knows how to sell. <laughs> this dude fucking sold me on a watch I didn't even know I wanted. What's the significance of the pea cereal? The pea cereal. So, if, if all those people asking, bags and papers, what year? You know? <laughs> just, just check the cereal between the lugs at 6 o'clock. Yep. Go on bobswatches.com yep, and they have a cereal is. numbered and boom, you got it. You know your year. Awesome. That's true. And next. Right, Nick. I got a uh, 2013 Omega Railmaster, and I don't know the serial number because it's like <laughs> it's like seven numbers long, and there's like a point in there, and I, I just it's can't like, for the life of me remember it. He said there's probably a four. Yeah, you know, there's there's a there's a bunch of bullshit. Any significance in there. on 2013? Uh, no, that's just when it was made. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, absolutely no. I mean, it's like pretty pretty mid year, you know. No significance. Mid year, mid. It, uh, no, it was a mid year. You know? Yeah, dude was also about to go to Quinceanera today, bro. Yeah, I skipped out on that, and I'm he, here. He was um, gonna go to Quinceanera of it was a girl first date. He has never met, dude. Oh, okay. No, the girl he was dating is not the Quinceanera. Yeah, like that would say, be wrong. Is, no, no, that is, would be. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why this is a joke right now. I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm a dog, but I'm like not that much of a dog. You know. <laughs> That's what my mom thought was happening. Today we had lunch with my mom, and my mom was like, wait, you're meeting the the 15-year-old the quinceanera girl? I was like, Jesus. no, no, yeah. And she was incredibly alarmed by that, but... All right, how uh, about you, Tito? What are you Tito, wearing? what do you got? So I'm wearing an actual dog. Damn. I'm wearing the Black Dial Explorer 2. It's, wow. you know... Uh, Is it a pea cereal? 
Uh, I actually believe it is. Is it 1995, right? What, what is it, Michael? Tell me. Uh, can, can, you clar- can, you, can you clarify? It is a. It is a 16. Uh, what is it? 16570. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. No holes. Uh, no, it has. Holes. It's Tito's is a, is a little special. So we got we got some some service dial, service hand, service crystal, Rolex service. So it's a little modernized. He also has Super Luma Nova. Wow. No, I, I hated this piece, and then I saw it, and I put it on, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I just got it, uh, what, a couple days ago? So I'm loving it. It's a great size. I like how it's smaller than the uh, the one that's out there now, because that yeah. one's way too big. I couldn't do the no 42. One can, no one can. And for everyone out there, if you're considering getting an Explorer 2, and you're like, is the 40, miller, 40 millimeter right for me? It is. It 100% And the new ones have the orange GMT, Yeah. No, these are red. red. Yeah. yeah. And Michael and yeah. I, we I like both have red better. hands. Gorgeous, man. Gorgeous. Yeah. That's so fucking My yeah, first actually. Rolex Steel Sports. I mean, it's badass. Dude, like, co- really. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Con- congrats on that. Congrats. Uh, when when you say that you really love it, is it uh you really love it, so you're going to flip it in three days or? <laughs> Pretty or much. I mean, it's already sold, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the it's already sold. Uh, you know, Michael gave me a good deal. And uh, actually, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about Michael selling watches. Michael actually sold me this watch. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We'll see how bad of a customer you were. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to find out. So we are, this is kind of like a two, two for one episode. We're going to talk about how you should go about buying and selling and specifically, we have someone on the show, Michael, who, who works. works at a local watch shop called ATX Watches. Thanks, by the way, for the sponsorship of this episode, Vlad. Yeah. Vlad, yeah. thank you for the sponsorship. We'll You're going to get up. invoiced. Yep, you will. And uh, Michael's going to tell us a few tales of the shop, you know, the, kind of the behind the scenes, if and you will. And then afterwards, we're going to be talking about buying and selling because everyone here, probably, maybe Nick, have you? Yeah, you watch it. Yeah course yeah so we've all bought and sold some have, shit yep we all be have it watches or some other you know some other medium right but yeah so and we'll talk about all the different channels we have a uh tito here who's the official shill for a moda group so he's probably gonna be plugging moda <laughs> yeah, this, this man is like moda fucking shill. crazy 100 percent. <laughs> we're gonna get into a serious discussion about why moda is the best <laughs> place to buy rolex thanks also sponsorship by moda you will be fucking invoiced <laughs> yes yeah vadim's about to get invoiced he you know, didn't he, even if know if he hears this uh, episode he's probably gonna ban us all <laughs> he likes the power trip yeah yeah again michael just got unbanned again. dude's about to get banned again so why don't we start off with michael's tales from the shopkeep so yeah you know what yeah that's yeah. good how do you, you, you where wanna, do you start with that well how did you get to to working at a local shop what was the what was the five-step process how'd you get involved all right so there there were multiple steps with this process and um to be transparent from the start, there was there was no opening for a position. You know, sometimes you just got to make things make kind hole. of happen. Um, so the first process was was meeting Vlad, and you know, thanks to the watch community, you know, I had known Tito, and you know, we we set up. You know, the watch boys went to a little a get together event at the shop. That was my first time in the shop. The Seiko one? No, no, no. no. This was um, this is a uh, smaller. You were group. actually there. Remember the watch party? No, I absolutely do You don't not. remember? It, it was a whole thing with Vlad. We had food. There was watches. We had drinks. Lazlo was there. We were all there. I don't remember. And you were there. I believe it. Yeah, you I'm were sorry. in a tank top. 
I remember. That's like okay. my that's my usual attire, yeah. so it's really hard to. So, slides. That was back when you had a solid gold AP. Oh, that's forever. Ooh, yeah. All right. So Michael, go on. Sorry. Yes. Um. So. And well, I, what actually? Take it a step back. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just tell like the folks what ATX watches is? Oh, so ATX watches. Um, it's a a local. Uh, pre-owned luxury watch store in Austin, you know, central area, 35th Street. Um, it carries a lot of stuff from vintage to modern, and in, we love everything. We also have in-house watchmakers. We do all types of repair from simple battery changes, bracelet adjustments, to full servicing on Rolex, Patek, you know, you name it, everything. You know, we've got stuff serviced. 100 plus years old. It, it can wow. be a little tricky, but we get the job done and, and we're happy to do it. Everyone there are watch enthusiasts at heart. And so we were very happy to accommodate anyone along their watch collecting journey, whether it's their first watch or their 100th watch. You know, we love them all. So come on by. Very chill environment. Damn. So is, is, are the watchmakers who don't speak English also into horology? They are, um, and it's 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 actually it's it's very wholesome sometimes. No, um, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah. Seriously. Re- recently, uh, one of our watchmakers, he he kind of fell in love with our Seiko. Um, I had a Seiko Five GMT I personally owned, um, that was in the case, and he didn't realize it was it was mine. And you know, again, this is a chill environment, so he he borrowed it, not knowing it was a not you know the shop, and he just kind of took it and yeah. wore it, and Vlad yeah. was like. So he took your watch. He didn't realize, but don't like I'll I'll pay you for the watch. But he loves it, and you what know the he. Fuck? Yo, fuck. <laughs> hey. he just took your watch. Like I said, it's a very chill was that the initiation <laughs> process? You gotta have, be hazed a little bit. Yeah, you, you know took what? your watch. You just gotta deal with it. What's so good about that is that. <laughs> He just didn't say a word to fucking anyone, dude. He just took that but shit. But his boss bought him the watch. And yeah. Vlad's your boss. He's the owner of the shop. Yes, he's Vlad, actually been he's a good on friend episode, of ours. what was it? Episode three? three yeah. Mm, very early So, on. Okay. So we kind of got some initiation phase. Mm-hmm. You got in there. And you've been working there how long now? Um, Almost about a year and a half. About okay. a year and a half. Oh, has it really been yeah. that wow. long? So I guess, Holy shit. you know, picking up, you know, the, the, the multi-step process of being where I am now, uh, it being, you know, a, a local shop, I was speaking to Vlad about, you know, just inventory, getting things a, a little modernized, you yeah, know, yeah. where it's 2023, you know, you want your presence online, social media, so websites. Is it difficult like running a, a shop like that in the modern day? I mean, because everything Di- is so digital now. Digital. Right. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one, you know, it's a very niche market. Like how, how is the business going? Cons- hold on. So, and considering... ATX watches did not have an online presence whatsoever at all until this man. Until yeah, Lust's lips over took over, and it it it's new too. So I mean, it was just a a clock. So it was a clock shop since the eighties, um, and it's just mainly all clocks. You know, we're talking cuckoo clocks, grandfather clocks, all types of different clock stuff. And then in twenty twenty, so very recently, in all the you know grand scheme of things, it became. ATX watches where Vlad took over new ownership. Sure. So it, it was still very new, very fresh. You know, there wasn't too much of that digital presence or just local know-abouts because it was still, for a lot of people in the area, the the old clock shop kind of thing. Yeah. People didn't know there were all these wristwatches and, you know, nice pieces in there. So we really had to kind of get that out of the community, reach these watch enthusiasts in Austin. Austin's a big city. I mean, there's plenty of people in the market and, you know, Get them to know about it, get them in, and you know, hopefully, sure. 
do some business, yeah. whether it's just stopping by or making a purchase. And it's pretty thing. busy over there, right? It's extremely busy. Wow. I remember wow. when we were wow. there, dude. Um, I think you were there with me, and it was like nonstop. Nonstop customers coming in. Yeah. Sometimes there, there, were, there were some points um, earlier this year. Um, I was I was running the shop. It was just me and and Vlad's son who actively helps us well. So Vlad wasn't there and it was um it was chaos. It wow. was chaos, but in a good way, you know, a Is that lot of it's people came. One of the few like actual like independent watch shops in, in town, you think? Pretty is, much. I yeah. mean, yeah, So everyone just kinda goes there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's always the option of you can send a watch directly to a manufacturer, but you know, that can take very long. Right. Sometimes the process can be tricky, right. expensive as well. Sure. Um, so it's one of those things where locally, anywhere in the central Austin or greater area, you know, if anyone has any watch issue, you just walk in and, you know, we kind of get So what I found out earlier too, uh, during dinner, um, you guys know Winston, or if you haven't, he's been a guest on our show uh, when we did the hot ones. Yeah. Where we ate the fucking one chip challenge and fucking died. So Winston went to the shop and Michael didn't know what Winston looked like. <laughs> and Winston was there to go ahead, Mike. Winston, I apologize. I'm <laughs> very poor with my memory. Um, so Winston came by, great gentleman. He he brought his SKX 013 and he had, I believe he purchased a new Uncle Seiko solid link Jubilee bracelet for it. And wanted to get it sized. We we take care of that. That's no problem at the shop. It's a you know twenty dollar flat rate charge. <laughs> we do as many adjustments as you need, and you know further adjustments down the road for the watch. We don't charge after the first time. I told this all to Winston in the shop. I didn't know it was Winston <laughs> at the time. So you know Yo, he fleeced him out of twenty bucks, did he, bro. Did he pay? He did. He did. And, you know, he, you but yeah, and I I respect lick, yeah. I respect him for that because. He 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 didn't come in with any you know I deserve special treatment attitude. He just came in like a normal guy, and I treated him like a normal guy. <laughs> Fuck that! You can you miss me with twenty dollars for a fucking bracelet change, dude. <laughs> How much do you guys charge for battery changes? Um, so for most watches, it's it's twenty five dollars. It comes with a one year warranty, which it can, that's steep. And, it, hey, it, you know what? Gotta keep the lights on, baby. Yeah, gotta, that's true. Gotta keep so the lights so on. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, hey, and honestly, it. it can be very worth it for... There are some digital watches that take legitimately 15 minutes to set. Oh, there's the... Um, what the fuck? The, uh, the perpetual... Like the citizen perpetual <laughs> calendars and you have to like do oh, wow. so many different settings. And we don't, I mean, I'm, we're not going to charge extra for there's one time, you know, often, often that task becomes handed down to me because I'm, I'm the nice guy. You're on the bottom not, of the totem I'm pole not, right yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You got people that, getting, that, stealing that your watches, you're doing battery <laughs> changes, throw it to Michael, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the watchmakers, they'll put the battery in and they'll be like, yo, you want to set this perpetual calendar digital watch? I'm like, I don't know how. So I pull up a YouTube video that's 15 <laughs> Holy minutes long. Holy shit. <laughs> and I'll follow every single instruction and happily give it to the customer. You're all set. You're all set, sir. So, what other funny tales do you have? Any customers Ooh, that have been so, difficult? There's before, so many. Before I, beforehand. Before, you get before we move forward, because Michael sounds like a fucking amazing machine of work right now. Yes. So, I'm going to go ahead and read this. So, their shop has 101 reviews on Google, five stars. 
They only have wow. one fucking non five star review. And who, wow, can you read that one? We yeah, actually pulled yeah. this so out of the bucket here. It is. It lacks depth on Google. And let me read you the review. And I'm, start off with this. What's the star rating on this one? This is a two star rating four months ago. Okay, the only two star non five star. Yeah. I'm fifty fifty on this place. Ooh. I went in to get my dad's watch serviced before my wedding. Went in, explained the issue to one of the younger guys behind the counter, and they replaced the movement for $50 with no issues and quickly. Okay. The next day, the watch stopped working. Uh-oh. So I call, and the gentleman says to come back up there, and they'll take another look at it. So I do. I go in, explain the issue, this time to a different guy. And without even opening the watch to inspect it, he tells me that they are going to have to replace the movement. The same movement that they just replaced two days ago. That this time, it was going to be a couple of hundred bucks. Oh. So did you watch the wrong YouTube video yeah, on that one? That? Okay, I, I can give a full <laughs> explanation on this. And I think it's actually very good. Um, it was overall a, a learning lesson for okay. the team at the shop. And it's one of those things where... Honestly, in business, not everyone's going to be totally satisfied. And we just kind of have to accept that. So as a preface, uh, a gentleman comes. He has his, his father's watch, as mentioned. And it's just kind of uh, probably 1980s, 1990s Elgin Quartz uh, watch. It's one of the ones, the, the homage to like a day-date looking mm-hmm. things. Cause it's got like a Miyota mm-hmm. uh, movement in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movement's kind of shot. You know, we tried a battery change. It's not working. It's just we need to replace the movement. And we have we have a lot of spare parts in the shop. I mean, we're talking like hundreds of watches, movements, and things like that. So typically, our standard procedure for this type of repair would be to order a brand new movement for that watch, wait for it to ship, you know, get it in, replace the movement, test it, give it to the customer. That can take about a week or so just with shipping. But... You know, we have parts and we wanted to, you know, kind of get this gentleman's grip away as soon as possible without the weight. So what ended up happening, we found a spare part that was the, the, we found a spare movement, the exact movement we needed for the watch. And on site in about, you know, 30 minutes or less, we got that spare movement, installed it into his watch. It was working at the time. We said, all right, looks good. Gave it back to the gentleman and he was on his way. Unfortunately, when using spare parts, I mean, these are kind of electronic components. Things aren't always perfect, and you can't predict that, which is also why we warranty everything just in case hiccups happen, and that did happen in this case. So he comes back. He's you know, understandably upset, upset because, you know, it's only been a couple of days. It's not working anymore. So he comes back, and I guess there was some type of miscommunication with the team because we went out of our standard procedure of ordering a new movement. So then he was quoted like a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. um, to order a new movement, not mm-hmm. use a spare part to get that fixed. And mm-hmm. then after that, he kind of left, was upset, and then left a two-star review. We reached out to him. First of all, I want to make it clear that the the initial payment he gave for the repair we refunded. Um, so, okay. I mean, he wasn't down any money at all. Nice. And we reached he out. He failed to mention that in the yes, review. Yes, he did. Wow. And I want to make that clear. Hmm. We did not take any money from We gave him money straight back. And then we even offered, um, personally, we sent him an apology letter and offered to fix the watch for him. 
you'll get a new movement and things for like free? that for free. Wow. Yeah, we you know, we 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 don't want our customers to be upset, you know, and yeah. at the end of the day, you know, if we're taking slight losses to you know, make amends for the customer. We'll do it. Hey, like, you have enough business to be able to. That's absolutely that way no, too, no, so. no, no problem yeah. for us. But he <clears> just <throat> kind of refused to to come back and huh. and get that settled. And he's unfortunately, yeah. yeah, maybe he's. I feel like some people might they leave a review and they're kind of too embarrassed to show up. Yeah, because they were they've yeah they were kind of but they were they made a, they it. made a whole scene. Russell in the fe- yeah the whole scene and. Well, that's that's an interesting story. Well, thanks for getting yeah, to the bottom of that. And then just just a slight um, just... add as well. So that two star review again, the the Google review name is not the actual person name. Well, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's an alias, name. and that always happens when when anyone leaves like has an issue, they never want to put their real name. Wow. Cowards! It's, it's always hidden yeah. behind an alias. Wow, cowards! I I have my fucking Google name on my Pornhub account. Jesus Christ. I'm going to look that up later to see what you've been up to. It's JG. You'll see it. Okay. Yeah. You can. You can see my most recent liked. Be surprised. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Um, That's cool. So I want to get a little bit of a kind of story on, or not even story, just the buying process on a 2013 Railmaster specifically. How does that work? Yeah, I don't Nick. know. Do we have anyone in the crowd <laughs> who has a 2013 Railmaster? Unknown serial number. Um, <laughs> so how did you come across that? How did you well, end up buying it? I was, it? Uh, you know, I I started getting the watches. Um, Tito actually, Tito over here. Damn. And I was interested, and you know, I wanted a little something. I just like started, gotten a new job, like a big boy, right? And I was like, oh, I want like a nice watch, and you know, I was, I was looking at brands and I really like fell into Omega and I was like researching all their stuff and, and just like spending time online, just like looking at different watches, like seeing mm-hmm. what I was into. And I don't know, this whole process like took a long time and finally I decided on a Railmaster, but I didn't like the new Railmasters. You didn't like the denim one? Yeah, no, it looks like shit. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't have a lot to say, but it looks no, like- it does. It's bad. It's it's like gross. And I went to an AD and I even like tried it on. It's yeah, just like, ah, oh, man, like I've only seen this other dial like online and like, but I can tell it looks so much better. Uh-huh. Uh, but the sizing is the same. And I was like looking at the bracelet and everything. And I was like, it's, if it fits me and if it like looks all right, just I don't like the dial. Let's keep it. It's going to be all right. Like the, like the, the older generation of them is going to be good. And so I was like looking around for a while online and I finally, I bought this watch, this watch off eBay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Tell us the experience. The experience. I, uh, you know, there's, there's like, there was probably like at any given moment, like 10 of them on okay. eBay. Yeah. 10 of them available on eBay. And I'm like, most of them from Japan. And I was like cycling through all these and like, I was definitely like sketched out of buying something off of eBay. Right. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Especially with that much money in with, line, right? Yeah, I and mean, like I paid Japan like too. I paid like two six for this, mm. um, which was you know if you've never bought like a nice watch before, that's it's a no, lot of money. Even, yeah. It's even daunting. If, even if you've bought a nice watch, man, that's still a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, like two six, absolutely. you're like, yeah, like I want to make sure I'm not getting like some like yeah, like Franken right. watch, right? That's like, right. Um, 
so I kept looking and like, you know, I don't know. There's just like new listings. Like every week, basically, it'd be like a, a new batch of 10. Mm-hmm. And I'd look through and like some of them, were, you know, had like bullshit and like looked like they were kind of fucked up or. And I would also send them all to Tito and be like, Tito, nice. which of these look good? I swear to God, I think I've seen, I remember if I recall correctly, Tito even posted it on the group getting opinions. Nice. Yeah, you know I had to do my due diligence. No, he was helping me out because Tito's like the, the man that got me into this whole thing, right? So he's uh-huh. like, I better like so not if, fuck him. You know? it, well, also, if it fucked up, he's to blame, right? Hey, play Absolutely. Out. He was my, my guidance <laughs> on this whole thing. Uh, no liability here. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so why the rail master? You, you're like into trains? I love trains. Actually, I have, like, Brent also loves I have, trains. I, I, I actually have a, a tattoo of a train on me. Do you That's actually? another story. But, do you um, actually? Or are you trolling me? I'm not trolling you. What? Wait, no, fuck that. Let's get into the story now. Nah, nah, but... <laughs> Uh-oh, what's the story? No, there's not like a real story, but I have a, a tattoo of a train like on my... On your dick? Stomach. Okay, within a sentence or two, what's the story? Uh, It's based on this like... Uh, it's like... Poem I read like, a long time By ago. By who? Uh, Rimbo. And... Rimbo. French. It's the breaks, I'm pretty sure. But Brembo. I uh <laughs> Yeah, Cadillac has those breaks. If you buy a nice Cadillac, they'll come with those breaks. But I always, I always like trains. And I don't know. I th- I think I just like a black dial. You know what? I, I wanted I, a black dial because I was like, I, you know, Tito has several watches. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna spend this much money like often, right? Like I mm-hmm. want a watch that I can wear. All in time. all scenarios, right? Yeah. Like, like I can like dress it up a little bit, but also like be able I can wear, wear this on my wrist, like just day to day bullshit. Yeah, and then and it's not too much. Dressed up. And it's but I can also like wear it to the lake or the beach or something. It's like, an everyday it's got, watch. Yeah, yeah. Like and and black dial looks good. It's not too flashy. It's not too you know. Um, I wanted for my first watch something that was just like a daily driver, right? And I don't know. I just settled on the Railmaster. I think it's a fantastic first watch because yeah. my first watch was bullshit. So I was actually just about to point that out. Like everyone's first watch, like all of us who are like have been into watches, like my first watch wasn't anything near an Omega okay. Railmaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, geez. So I really think he knocked it out of the park. And he found that himself. I didn't tell him that's that nuts. model or I didn't tell him that brand. That's he nuts. found it. Wow, that's actually surprising. So my first watch was fucking Seiko 5 for forty nine ninety nine. I think, on eBay. Or not eBay, on Amazon back then. My first watch was a counterfeit Bell and Ross that my dad got me I from Chinatown. That. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that actually sounds kind of cool, not gonna lie. It yeah. was until yeah. the strap broke. <laughs> but well, I mean, so the the process on eBay, did was there any like did you have to pay customs or yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Huh. Um but it it was from this like uh like seller on eBay that, you know, I was like obviously like looking at the picture of the watches, but also, like looking at the sellers, like pretty because yeah. you don't you don't buy the watch, right? You buy the seller. Yeah, it was like you know good star reviews and like recent good reviews and 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 this was uh it was like a uh, it was like an actually of like brick and mortar in Japan. Oh, okay. I see. Um, and so I was able to like find them on the internet and like find their like actual store reviews, that's, right, that's and stuff like that. So I was yeah. like, okay, this is like a legitimate business. It's just not it's not just an online business, mm-hmm. like, um. And then I sent the pictures to Tito, and this is like right after I think eBay started doing their like authenticity, authenticity check, you oh, know. Okay. Um, so that gave me like I I don't know like I haven't read too much into the whole eBay 
authenticity because I'm kind of scared to, but you know, that just came out and I was like, yeah, like I'm good. You yeah, know, you're covered. Uh, so I went for it and it had like box and papers and everything too. Um, so oh, I ordered wow. it and then in like two weeks it was here. Wow. Um, so, success so, story. Success it, was, story. It, was, so, it was successful. Um, but I think it took me like a couple months, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe like two months of like, all right, I'm, this is the watch I've settled on. Uh -huh. Yeah. And like, I'm going to just wait until I find something that looks good. The seller looks good. Like everything checks out. So would you recommend eBay as a safe place for someone to buy a watch? And if so, or if not, what would you rate that out of a 10? Yeah. I think if you're willing to like be patient and put in the time and like wait for new stuff to come up and like, if you have like a, a group of people that can help like double check, right? Cause if you're like looking for a watch and you're excited about it and you have the money to spend, you could like easily jump at the first thing that comes up that like the pictures look okay. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to like be patient about it and wait for the right, like deal and also seller to pop up. Um, and I think with the authenticity guarantee, like, it's an all right, you know, it's a, it's a good experience. Rating Got there here. quick. Yeah, I, I would give it like a 8 out of 10. Okay. 8 out of 10. Hey. Nick, something I always wanted to ask you was, what made you invest? You know, like, for all of us, our first watches were, you know, 100, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. What what really made you dive into that watch world? What what, what, yeah. what was it about? Because about yeah. all of us that are into watches, we don't think about this kind of stuff, you know? But I think that it's really interesting to think about. What really caught your eye about watches? And yeah, why, why the did yeah? Fuck would you want to spend over two grand? <laughs> yeah, on yeah. A two point six k eBay. Your first watch. What? How do you get there? Talk to us. I don't know. I think I just uh, like I said. Like I was at this point in my life where I'd like gotten like my first like job job that was that makes good money and like was you know I was proud of it and um. I didn't have anything like that. And I wanted something that was with me every day, like a reminder oh. of like that you're a boss. That I'm a boss. <laughs> you know, that I, you know, that exactly. You, you run the train. Yeah, now. that's that right. I run the goddamn <laughs> train. I'm the rail master. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Is that I what you that. say in bed? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, yeah. dog. Yo, he be the... pulling the tricks there. He's like, I'm the rail master. I'm the rail master. Rail master. <laughs> Holy shit, Nick. Uh, so, Tito, you have a different platform that you like to use, right? Let's go ahead. Guys. Hold on. So, beforehand, um, so Tito is very passionate about this fucking group. And he also shares it with the with our group, with our WIS 512 group. And, I mean, to be fair, in my opinion, I think they do have pretty good deals. But I have not seen anyone shill it as hard as Tito. So, so thank you for the sponsorship episode, Vadim. Yeah, Vadim, thank you. Uh, I love your text messages that you send me like every other day, but like power hour and stuff. That's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I'm too afraid though to tell them to take me off because I feel like they'll ban me from the group Dude, if I do. Definitely. If I show any sort of like disobedience. Like, 100%. <laughs> so tell us. Yeah, why yeah is man. Mona so, so great? What so, is this group and why? Yeah. Right? So before I tell you all about the group a little bit, I just want for the record. Before I joined WIS 512, no one was in Moda, all right? And then okay. when I joined yeah. WIS 512 and I told everyone, now everyone's in Moda. So that should speak a little bit to how just how great it really is. Now, Moda doesn't pay me, but I would gladly send you an invoice along with watch. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that watch boy invoice. No, but jokes aside, guys, listen. 
I don't make a lot of money, but I love Rolex. I love Omega. I love watches. And more than anything, I love a good deal. And a guy like me, where where else am I going to find a good deal? It's hard to go. I mean, I can't go into my local AD and buy a Rolex. But if I have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten k, I can definitely get myself a nice Rolex off Moda. And hey, guys, that that's a huge deal. I'd rather have. I have two Rolex now, and uh, two years ago I had none. Um, I just for me, it's all about getting the watch and experiencing it. And Moda. I've looked at eBay, I've looked at local shops, uh, I, I've looked at forums, and for me, Moda has just been the lowest prices. And if you're smart about it, you won't get screwed over. And I think it's just a great way to go about it, specifically if you're on a budget, balling on a budget. So that that's where I come from. That's where I come from. And and, and the group, if for people listening that don't know it, it's M-O-D-A. It's yeah, Facebook. it's a Facebook group. It's a Facebook group. And, and how does the buy process work? What's it in the sell? Like someone yeah. lists something. How yeah. does it work? So I can actually tell you how to not get scammed. It's very easily. <laughs> it's very easy. It's very easy. First of all, like we've all been talking about, you need to buy the seller, right? If it's their first time, if they just joined Moda yesterday and they have a Submariner for 5K, First of all, they don't even let that stuff fly. You're not even going to see that stuff on the page. But that should tell you, if you were to see something like that, that should be a red flag. So first of all, you got to know your red flags, all right? If it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Uh, Second of all, you need to do a legit check. Uh, Before you buy off Moda, I did a legit check. So I bought my date just off Moda. I paid 7K for a 116234 uh, fluted bezel, uh, Jubilee, Blue dial, Roman numeral dial, gorgeous, absolutely stunning. Uh, I mean, tell me where else can we can you find that for seven k? I'm I, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Uh, but before I bought that piece, I did a legit check on the entire Facebook group, and I said, "Hey, is this guy good? I'm gonna buy." Uh, and I had like five or six responses. Not only that, I hit up a personal friend who was also in Moda. I said, "Hey, does this guy look like a scammer? Am I safe to buy this?" He said, "No, he's totally fine. You're good to go." I wired that man 7K off a Facebook group, which if you tell that to some people, that would be absolute insanity. But I trusted the process. I got my watch within two days. They usually overnight it. Everything is insured. Uh, Lots of these people are just good people, businessmen wanting to sell watches, wanting to get watches to you for a good price. Okay. Um, and what's the recourse if something goes wrong in the process? Can you reach there, out? Yeah, I was wondering. So, yeah. is there like a is there any guarantee? Net? Is there a safety net? Well, first of all, your your biggest safety net is due diligence. You gotta do a legit check. And what's a legit check? If you don't know what a legit check is, it's where you literally post the, this guy's profile and you say, "Hey, has anyone does, done uh, business with this person? Has anyone does anyone know this guy?" Most of these sellers have been in here for years. You know, th- this isn't small time stuff. These aren't sellers who are just starting out. These are sellers who've been in the game. Name. Lots of them have brick and mortar stores, and they're just not able to move stuff at retail retail prices. So, it, so it's a wholesale group. So it's actually it's actually a dealer group. I probably, probably should have mentioned that um, when we first started talking about it. It's a dealer group. So your prices are going to be at wholesale prices. Um, but yeah, you just got to do your due diligence. And as far as safety nets, they have this whole thing where uh, if someone vouches. They'll pay for that deal if it goes wrong. Now, to me, that's a little extreme. I think I don't like to put my fate in others. I think that's really cool that there's a safety net. I think that's really cool that there's vouchers. But you need to do your own research. You need to do, you know, you need to know what you're talking about, who you're sending money to. I felt comfortable with this person. I had multiple people telling me it was okay. And within two days, I got the watch as described 
great experience. And this happens multiple times a day off moto. I mean, they're selling at least, I mean, I don't want to like say anything, but they're probably selling a quarter million every week through that group. Wow. Damn, Tito really should be paid for this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if you would like to send that invoice again, it'll be in your mail. I'll go ahead and send that in there. But but no, look, again, I'm a bargain hunter. Everything I do, I, I do it for a good deal because simply I can't afford retail price. I'm uh, Shout out to my boy, Archie Luxury. You know, we're always looking for deals. Man. And just oh, like you know Archie. What? I'm curious. How, how is he doing? Right? Because he got yeah. all his shit What's jacked. Yeah. So, so just up? a quick update on Archie. Archie recently got robbed for his 250, 300,000 Australian dollar uh, collection. So about 50,000 USD. <laughs> yeah, the Australian <laughs> dollar is not doing very well. Uh, they like to describe it as not real money. But anyways, um, he hasn't found his watches, but he's doing great. The pot, uh, his little YouTube stream is doing great. He's trying his best. He recently got a Maserati uh, Daytona, two-tone. Do you all know what that dial is? It's the blue dial with the uh, with the Arabic numerals. Yeah, with the red, right? Yeah, exactly right. It's a racing what dial, almost fuck? with the blue. How? He, he, I mean, I mean, you know, Archie makes like two to three hundred k off YouTube daily live streams. I don't know if you what? knew that. What the fuck am I working? Because we haven't taken off that high yet. Yeah, you could probably do better, honestly. Holy shit! Yeah, like, cause my wife's extremely hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, prop exactly. Her up from the show. <laughs> She's like a showgirl yeah. for the what show. What the fuck? That's Wait, pretty, so he uh, picked up a, a Tona? Yeah, no, no, no. Not only that, he also got a Bluesy, and he has a Patek Calatrava. Since he's been robbed. Since he's, he's been robbed. All this stuff now, up. this is all so coming maybe from... maybe some insurance money was at play there? Not yet, because uh, if, if if you know anything about home insurance, there's limits to jewelry. Yeah. So he actually yeah. has a limit of 2K for watches. So he's only <gasps> getting 2K for that. This all came from a super collector who gave him a five-year interest-free loan, basically gave him the watches, oh, and said, hey, pay me. You know, so pay me within the next five years. He's doing a payday loan on He's doing a payday loan on Archie. Hundred percent. But it's it's Bro. five year interest free. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's a super collector. He's uh. He's he's a friend of Archie. He's a friend of the channel. He just wants to see Archie with some nice pieces. Dude, uh, what's it called? Damn, two grand for. I mean, that's why you don't use a home policy for your jewelry. You gotta, exactly. You have to. That's well, why that gotta, was the biggest criticism. That's why you, that's why you wax. use wax collect. Yeah. Wax collect. One eight hundred wax collect. Get your insurance. Now, today, free quotes through Bizabedine. Through Bizabedine. That's true. <laughs> One of the biggest proprietors of wax. Don't know if he invested in it, but <laughs> wax, that's wax, for wax. him to disclose and me to not say anything about. Yeah. So that's a great. Thank you for wrapping that up. And Yeah, no, he's doing great. Us. He's doing great, guys. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Archie. I know not everyone is a fan of Archie, but hey, if, if you, you have don't some like extra Archie, time, check him out. You. He's I, a cool guy. I think my favorite uh, video clip from him is when he's in Heathrow and he's. Getting oh, very yes. frustrated. He's in public. London, just fucking dying, dude. I, yeah, outside in public, just swearing so, to the yeah. heavens. It's pretty funny. You, I love you, it. You should watch it if you guys have a. Paul Paluta's a brilliant man. Okay, well, so there's other groups too. Yeah. So that we maybe we can talk about Jay. For me, so back when I was active in vintage Rolex, I spent a lot of time in VRF, and I also sold on Watch Exchange. I actually sold the fucking 1675 through watch exchange back then. And that was, although I know that watch exchange has changed now. Um, when I was using it, it was a much smaller community, but I've never had any issue given I did had a bit of a reputation already. So I never had to worry about not getting paid because fuck you pay me. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I mean, because back then I was extremely active in our watches, 
I was known to also have like a group that I was running. I had already sold, I think, a total of maybe 50 grand off watch exchange alone. And I had no fear kind of thing because it's like, hey, obviously they know me. It's like, you pay me, wire me. If if I don't get it, I don't deal with you. Not an issue. And same thing with the VRF. For VRF, I was dealing with parts. So VRF, for those that don't know, is Vintage Rolex Forums. And it's kind of an offshoot of TRF. And it's a pretty good spot if you're looking specifically for vintage because you can get your inserts, your dials, your MK1s, MK2s, MK3s, your Bart Simpsons, etc., etc. there. And it's been pretty good for me. Um, since then, though, since years have passed, I've slowed down a lot on selling. I've been more a true collector, I guess, to the sense of the word. Because uh, back then, I would get something, I would flip it the next day, like some people that we know. But this time around, I'm not. I'm like, I'm a true collector, I feel. Okay. So you're a reformed I'm, collector. You're, I'm reformed. Yeah. Because you I your mean, life I, back together. I was now. obviously who, like back then, I am who I hate now. Back then. Wow. It is what it is. You know, it's part of the game. And that, honestly, that afforded me the chances to get the watches that I have you, now. Yeah, that you really truly... That I truly that, appreciate. Exactly. And like now you know when to buy something, you're buying it because you truly yeah. honestly like it, Yeah. right? Like I like the Starbucks. Honestly, my first reaction is that I wasn't going to keep it. I mean, you would know that. I told you that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that even on the show. And ever since I got it, I picked it up, never took it off. Yeah, there's something about it. Huh? Something about it, yeah. And... Just for, you know, transparency's sake, if I had won a mad one, I'm flipping that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, why? it's three grand. It's an easy walk away right now. It's 55. Next week, it's 45. Yeah. I appreciate what Max is doing. I think that the whole everyone being able to get it eventually, love that. Yeah. Saul missed his chance. Dude. He could have sold that shit for 12 grand. <laughs> I thought he did. He did it. <laughs> I think not for twelve. I think he sold it for eight. <laughs> yeah, we got to tag Max and this. Yeah, tag Max and uh, Cedric, right? Yeah. So, what other spots do you know? Oh, so, sorry. Hold on, one more. Okay. Austin Craigslist is one. You can get some watches off Craigslist. I've... Oh shit! Hold on. Okay, let's hear the Craigslist yeah, stories. Because I was the just Craigslist... fucking joking. Like, dude, I didn't think anyone would actually have bought a watch from Craigslist. What's up? So, Mike, tell Hello us about world. The, the, the Craigslist Chronicles. I have two Craigslist Chronicles. Um, one pretty all right and one not so all right. Give me the not all another... right one. Well, the, the all right, I'll, just do, I'll do the all right one real quick. Um, essentially, I was just, I, I browsed on my phone all the time and I, I didn't think anything, I, I wasn't expecting much. It's Craigslist, I mean, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm searching, you know, watch brands on Craigslist, throw an Omega in the, in the search bar and a, uh, a quartz 41 millimeter Seamaster blue. It, it looks just like the James Bond, but it's, it's the quartz version pops up, um, full set, a set almost, I mean, in box cards and all that wow. and in good condition. And I believe original asking was 1700 or 1800, something like that, which was f fair. Yeah. Um, and then I offered, hey, um, would you take fifteen hundred? You know, that was that was a number I was comfortable with, and he agreed. Uh, we met at the shop, 
and I'm At checking. Vlad's? Yes, we. Ch- so we, it, was this when you were already working for Vlad, or was this we, before? It. This was. I was working at the shop, but not as heavily because currently I'm there five days a week. This was more like you know two to three days a week, but I had involvement. So I meet him at the shop real quick, check out the watch. I realize the the quick set date is not working. That's an issue. You know that that's got to be a repair thing. So I'm telling. The guy, he, sh- he didn't notice. He's not really a big watch person, so he just wasn't aware. Um, eventually, we talk back and forth. You talk about comps as far as repair quotes. And we settle on, I believe, 1300 or so because of the issue that was not disclosed. Um, and he, he had some medical expenses he had to pay. And the money was going to help him. He he was fine taking that. So that's how you took advantage of him, basically. I did not. I mean, it. <laughs> no, 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 no advantage. We, I did, you know, I did pay the shop to fix it, so that you know the, the discount okay. just went okay. towards getting it to the condition it was okay. supposed so to be. So that was a win. That right. was a win. What's this, the second this, story? The second one. So this is this is a, a a learning lesson I want all listeners to you know oh. potentially learn from, so go. they don't have to go through what I went through. Here we go. And it involves this same Seamaster I purchased. So I see, um, I'm scrolling on Craigslist Omega again. I'm a big Omega fanboy. And I see the watch that at the time I really wanted. Triple date, um, Speedmaster reduced in, in silver. Description, for sale or trade. Okay. I like the watch and I have this Quartz Seamaster. I message the seller. Hi. I have this Quartz 41 Seamaster reference number, you know, send him photos, full set. Are you interested in trading? So the the seller with the triple date speedy agrees and we meet at the shop for this trade. I check out the watch and it's, you know, it's nice. But in the photos of the listing, the Speedmaster was in the correct red Omega box. Seller shows up. It's not in that Omega oh. box. It's in a Omega service pouch, which, you know, it's not what I'm expecting, but oh, oh that's fine. Okay. I, I really like the watch. I want it for personal use. So, you know, I'm not wearing a box. So I don't pay it any mind. We're going back and forth. He checks out my Seamaster and everything. Um, and I'm expecting to do this, this trade. And out of nowhere, he's like, all right, so how much money do you, were you thinking of adding on top? And this was not discussed. So initially, I'm, I'm, I'm quite upset. You know, I'm expecting a straight even trade. And I honestly should have been like, just told him up front, you know, there was no talks about added money on top. The way we communicated was pointing towards this being an even trade. But eventually we went back and forth and I let my emotions get the better of me because I personally wanted the Speedmaster. Uh-huh. I ended up running to the bank withdrawing uh-huh. $250 to no add way. on top um, to do the trade. And, you know, I wasn't too knowledgeable about prices at the time, but in summation, the watch I had, the Seamaster, value was around maybe 1800 to 2000 for the condition with box and papers his ended up being watch only that watch is around 18 to 1900 so it Pretty should even. have been fairly yeah. even but then i still ended up giving him 250 dollars mm. and it just left a bad taste in my mouth and then i realized i i was informed afterwards that the the, the seller has been known to use 
similar tactics in, in dealings before. And since then, I've just wow. respectfully... Who the fuck is the seller, bro? So that's why ATX is so popular because ATX watches is so popular because everyone, it's like an easy mark. You know, we come by and we can... Easy flip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Just kidding. Damn. So yeah, who is it? You who is this call guy? this guy out? Yeah, call him. You know what? Yeah, call him out, man. And for I, I cannot call him out. He's professional. Mike's too, Michael's uh, yeah, I'm, too I'm professional. I'm too professional. Don't worry. Like He'll fucking and share it with us and we'll call that bitch out. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that's so scummy. That is scummy. Uh, and after I, I did follow up with him, I texted him afterwards asking, hey, do you have the box for the watch that was in the photo? Oh, man. And I, I, I just never got it's, a reply back. Yeah, it's almost as scummy as like, Saying that you'll buy a Harley for four thousand, and then you show up and haggle down to thirty five hundred. Oh, almost. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, walking away with a bike that is worth much, much more. Uh, trying to think what else. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do my little story. Yeah, what, what, where, where have I'll you give, bought and shit? So, watch exchange, of course. Um, sometimes you'll find, and some of these like offshoot facebook groups and they all they all operate the same so if you're in like a watch trading facebook group they have the same thing that tito was saying where you do a uh, kind of a reference check it's more of a marketplace though right uh no this was this sometimes they incorporate the marketplace in but uh, it's still like a group so they'll like how it works is they'll just put po like post a uh posting on the group sometimes they can be like marketplace enabled or whatever so one time I was in this, uh, I think it's called Vintage Watches Group. It's like a huge one. You can find some really good deals there. Yeah. So I found one for a uh, Hoyer Daytona. And at the time, Rolex let them use the name Daytona. Back then. Yeah, back then. And it's this really cool, like, it, you know, integrated, you know, bracelet type of looking, you know, vintage um, chronograph. And the thing runs, it's missing, like, I think it's missing a crown or something. But anyways, this guy had put it up for 700 bucks, and the listing went crazy. 700? I'm well, pretty sure those are worth more than 700. Yeah, in, like, a good condition, they're worth, like, around two grand. Okay. And this had a ghost style. It was, like, the the more coveted variant because there's, like, a blue one, and then there's, yeah, like, a green correct. gold. So the, the one I – so everyone's going crazy because he's only listing it for 700 bucks. And everyone's like, oh, I'll buy this now. Is it still there? I must have been like the last one to respond. And he must, I must have been the first one he read. Because it's at the very top. Because it's at the very top. So then I was like, I'll do it Wait. for 500 bucks. Oh, jeez. Is this an old, this is an old man? This is an old dude. And he's like, sure. How does this go down? I was like, well, you send me your PayPal. I'll pay it. And then you can ship it. And he's like, what's your address? I give him my address. <laughs> And then he like he he sends me the shipping label. He's like, "All right, it's been shipped." I was like, "I didn't pay you yet." <laughs> this is interesting. I have the power to make it's this an, a really uh, bad experience for him. If as I a learning to. lesson, as a, you know, as yeah, a learning lesson. Yes, you know, because maybe he'll do it again for a three thousand. So it's justified if you screw him over. You know, Jesus no. Christ, dude. <laughs> but no, I ended up paying him uh, right away. Five hundred. Yeah, the five hundred, and it was it's an amazing deal. For five hundred, still have watch. it. Yeah. And Did it you ticks. ever get it repaired? I'm still looking for the right. I think you have a guy. Yeah. I need to get the right. Yeah. Person. The G to told fix us it. it's the dude that has like all this vintage viewer yeah. shit. I need to get it to the right Hoyer like 
Is it Yo- Hoyer? Hoyer, I think. <laughs> I call it Ewer. Eh, whatever. But that's so that's the thing. It's like you have these these groups and there's all different ones too. Like if you're into military watches, there's a military issue only group that's pretty big and there's a lot of good deals that happen there. So there's really like a Facebook group for every kind of subgenre of watch that you can find out there. Interesting. So it's pretty cool. And then I will say just tips, tips on online dealing. Not only to reiterate um, you know, what Tito said and what uh, Jace has said about doing your due dil- diligence and doing a reference buying check. Buying the seller, not the watch. Buying the seller, not the watch. But it's also about your payment, okay? So a lot of people that are scamming right now, and if this is very important if you're a seller, is that you could do a PayPal friends and family. They can still revert it. And if they fund that transaction with a credit card, they can revert it. Because the credit card has the protection. will charge back. So that's why a lot of people are only taking crypto and wires. Those are the only like two solid ways you can get paid. Now, if you're if the buyer is like someone that's been around, then sure, do the whole. He's known, yeah, yeah, do the whole thing. But and, I mean, in all so, honesty, it's just wire. Wire's just so fucking good, dude. No fees. Well, yeah, no. Oh, for the seller, yes. For the, for seller, the buyer, yeah. you gotta always. There's always that like. Yeah, for the seller, bucks, there's no fees. Whatever, yeah. And it's. Yeah, so that's that's the I don't know that any other good tips on how to avoid getting scammed? how to avoid getting fleeced. Yeah, uh, if it's too good to be true, it's likely too good to be true. Yeah, I know that that might seem silly because Brendan literally just said a story about how he got a watch that was too good to be true, but it was good. It was <laughs> and real. not only that, that how the deal went down was too how good. How the to deal be went true down too. also too good. To Sometimes be true. you do just get. Sometimes lucky. you get lucky. Yeah, but the likelihood of that is just so slim to none that honestly it is very very unlikely yep. for that to ha- to be like that you know what i mean absolutely i think that wraps it up then it's pretty good man yeah um so once again moda group is the group that tito is talking about moda g-r-o-u-p go ahead do you have anything else to say tito closing remarks uh i have a quick question and then i'll do my closing remarks uh bren this one's for you have you ever had any transactions on moda i'm very curious i have you Ah, have have. yeah what was interest you were very quiet about that yeah i i did (laughs) i I bought um i bought my oris oh um, the ppx the ppx uh, I bought it off there for super cheap, like Dude, basically 50%. Yeah. So, it was so how was absurd. your experience? How was your deal? Great. Easy. Would I, you recommend Moda? I would, yes. So I'm not insane. No. I'm not no, a scam. No, no, no. no I'm no, not no. cheap. No. You are cheap. I am cheap, but... Well, I am cheap too. I am yeah. cheap also. At the end so of the Moda day... Moda is a good place, yeah. yeah. Uh, my closing like remarks Moda. is, hey, uh, these two guys right here, Jay, Brendan, and then our uh, our guests, myself, Michael, Nick, these are some great guys. And I really appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. Really appreciate your friendship. Jay is really uh, the person who got me in. I mean, really all of us into the hobby and really, really helped us. the show. Exactly. Right. So I just want to say thank you, Jay. <laughs> I'm excited. And uh, thanks for this. having me on. He's going to like uh, put Nick, that on repeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm putting that shit. I'll, I'll let Nick say goodnight to the yeah, crowd. You guys have? And the closing um, remarks. Everyone follows that watch boy already, but if you haven't, you know, that watch boy YouTube Instagram. We'll you go should. Nick and then Michael. Yeah. And then we'll, uh, that will be it. I just I just want to say if you're out there uh and you're thinking about buying your first nice watch, highly recommend the Omega Railmaster. Nice. Uh, I think it's slept on. Uh but also, yeah, no, it's a it's a great hobby to get into. I met most of these boys tonight, and here I am 
on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so you know, if you're if you're thinking about like buying a nice watch, just do it. And it's, uh, eBay is not the worst place to buy them. So you know what? Yeah, you're young. You can declare bankruptcy once. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Michael, what do you got? All right, to Jane, Brendan. Thank for thank you for having me on the podcast again. I look forward to being back. I have many many stories. Don't worry, and you will to, because we, to tell. we we're having another I think micro brand episode where a bunch of micro brand watches come in again. And you gave a pretty good review, so you were fucking. We gotta killer. get that guy they back really on. Your uh, shit. The fans are saying, "Where's the luscious lips, Michael? We need him know. on the show." You hear By that? The way, I'm here. We, we call him luscious lips because he's got some. Fat PHA Fuck. <laughs> All natural, baby. Bangers. All natural. No. The lips on this man is gonna be on the Instagram notes. And picture. No and lip kits. Lip. No. No. No Kylie fillers. Jenner. No nothing. Mm-mm. Pure natural. natural. But in my in, in conclusion, uh, I just want to say this this whole watch hobby, this this journey of collecting. You know, it's it's a community. You, you meet great people, like you know everyone around me currently, as we are recording this podcast. And for anyone getting into the game, already in the game, a veteran in the game, there are always people and resources available to you. And I will, I might regret this, but I probably won't. But anyone that hears this, you are more than welcome, honestly, to DM the ATX Watches official Facebook or Instagram. I am logged onto that account. If you have questions about anything, I will personally do my best to help you you can also dm the business pages that i run archangel authentics or archangel hype or even facebook message me because i don't hide behind aliases you can find me on facebook michael asparis m-i-c-h-e-l last name a-s-p-e-r-a-s and i don't what's exact- your social security number Give that to me. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not get that far let's not get that far you can text me at 512-348-7454 wait are we keeping that in is you, that for real yes that's for we real can that, keep that, that? you can keep that's oh, my business sh- number that is someone's my- gonna write that on a bathroom wall <laughs> on like a dive bar that's okay but then call he's gonna- this number for fun time <laughs> and then he'll just talk to him about watches yeah <laughs> but as you guys can see is this a strictly business or can we hit you up for other inquiries I'll entertain all, but um, let's Damn! be reasonable. Let's be Jesus reasonable. Christ. Let's be reasonable here. Um, but yeah, d- just you know, all all jokes aside, I I generally enjoy helping people with their watch questions, and e- even if it's no benefit to me as far as you know financials, you know, you don't have to buy a watch from me. You don't have to buy a watch from the shop. I just right. we just get all true joy from being watch enthusiasts. Right. You know well, what I enjoyed was like seeing Mike's progression and learning. Because I remember when he first joined, he really didn't know shit about vintage. Mm-mm. No. no, I'm serious. No, I, yeah, I did. And I remember that. And like seeing it now. Now he's a master. Now he knows yeah, what's uh, up. Yeah. Like I feel like I could actually talk to him about vintage. That's awesome. I'm the annoying watch collector that calls everything by reference numbers now. Yo, it's great. I was that I was out for the longest time. And I don't do that anymore because I'm not in vintage. <laughs> but that's good. Well, uh, for me, I, man, that's it. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Take hey, it easy. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.